0: NBA Strayer. How you going? How you going? You right? What's going on? It's Sunday night. Time for some tins. Ah, oh, Sunday nights with Jim. How good's this? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Righto, NBA Strayer. Uh, I'm your host, James Clements. I'm the editor of CodeBet. It's a good website for all your analysis and odds comparison needs. Uh, you might have also seen this podcasting mug of mine. Fox Sports Lab NBA with my good friend Ben Dixon, my good friend Carlos Boozer, or in the paper. All the way across this wide brown land of ours, I'm here in our Larry Armour Studios, feeling good, feeling great. So is the dog, BT Dubs. It's amazing. He was on fucking death's door last weekend. Now he's laughing. Laughing bloody Larry. Anyway, uh, I'm here to hang out and give you the lowdown, all the ins and outs of the NBA season right now. Uh, While repping story a bit, that's what we do. We don't think so, take don't take things too seriously. There you go, Jimmy. Have another beer. Jesus. Uh we'll leave all the serious stuff for the nerds. Oh, it's very serious business, this NBA, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, It's really serious. Shut up. Uh, right. Big weekend of hoops to go uh cover off for you. Uh Jamarant killed a guy. Dame had fifty and lost. Then got some sick revenge on uh Luca. LeBron and the refs and Luca all got into some biffo back on Friday. That was sick. Uh, the Lakers are getting some dudes in to shoot around for them, including uh, noted anti-Semite <laughs> Myers-Leonard. <laughs> that's going to go over great. Uh, but we've got all the uh, NBA Australia game wraps as well as the weekend winners and losers. We've got a juicy slab of that's not a knife. Old mate, no mate. Spot of the night. Better than Ball. Spot of the night. I mention that because it's really good this week. <laughs> I really enjoyed this spot of the night. Uh, Dick out of the week. Real quick one on there. We've got some Mianazi on public opinion of the day. Our back take here. Yeah, so we were serving up. A flame girl take. Uh, we've got an Andrew Gaze Great Mumber Award for outstanding achievement in the field of excellence. Australian Player Watch. We'll pick and preview all the games. For the, the what? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Jeez. Love it. And we'll finish off the brand new deli review. So let's bloody well get to it, shall we? Episode 876 of NBA Australia. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the Shaq attack! Ah, oh, you better, especially for Charles Barkley. Uh, Shaq went after him on a Friday, which is pretty great. Uh, about some of Shaq's old commercials, but Chuck. Managed to completely just off the cuff remember every line from like a uh, like an Old Spice commercial or like some sort of weird deodorant commercial from like the 80s, which <laughs> was fucking rad. Word for word, and he's like, Shaq, I had to remember that so much. I couldn't believe I had to memorize that thing. It's like 30 years later, he still knows every word. I enjoyed that. right let's get stuck into today's show the way we start every show here at NBA so with the daily whip around. That's right. You bet's to believe it. Oh boy, what a weekend. It was wild. And it kind of started, I remember. So, watching that absolutely batshit crazy Mavs-Lakers game back on Friday. Goes to double overtime. uh, And you're sitting there going, these refs are fucked. And it's a rare occurrence where even the broadcast are like, these refs are fucked. (laughs) <laughs> but That's what was happening. And you're like, yeah, this is horrible. Uh, and the last two-minute report came out for that game, and there were seven missed calls at the end across uh, the end of regulation, overtime. Weirdly enough, and like I feel like importantly enough, the high five foul. I think it was on Hardaway Jr. on uh, Troy Brown. And you're like, "Yep, yeah, look, that's okay. I'm all right with no, you know, of the weird high five fouls being called because usually they fucking suck. Usually it doesn't affect the shot. The ball's gone. Who cares? Uh, but still, it was a shit show. And this goes back to my long held belief that anytime refs get pulled up in the last two minutes for a missed call, anytime they get a tech rescinded, basically anytime they fuck up, they receive the same sort of uh, fine the players are receiving for uh, their perceived infractions. So whether it be a five grand fine, a 10 grand fine on a sliding scale of how much you done fucked up ref, it's got to be done because it was chaos in that game. And like the fact that the broadcast crew were just like, yeah, they've been shit all night and uh, they've lost control of this game. It's overly physical without any rhyme or reason to it. And, the calls are just weird and fucky. And you're like, if the broadcast is saying that, yeah, it's not great. And watching it, you're just like, I don't mind the physicality, but at the same time, when they're calling shit and they're not calling shit, it's just fucked in the head. You know, just some of the weird dumb fuckery you saw. But anyway, uh, just a long run of uh, shit refing that I think we're in the moment. Uh, what else? We had the Cavs go mental, get past Dame after he dropped 50 on him. That was fun. The Spurs and Warriors set an NBA attendance record with 600 Sorry, 600. <laughs> Probably should have been only 608 people there, but uh, 68,323 packing into the Al- Alamo Dome. Oh, yeah. They packed into the Alamo just like last time, and they all got fucking slaughtered. The, uh, that's what happened to the Spurs by the Warriors. Some parallels there, Jim. Uh, we had a fight-ish... Malik Monk, Chimezi Medu, Tari Eason, and Garrison Matthews all got booted from that weird fucky Kings Rockets game, which is kind of fun. It's basically they just went, yeah, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm done. It's like, oh, just get, in, get into a bit of a bit of a biffo, and they all got tossed. It's like, meh, i would probably do the same. The game is boring. Anyway, Chewy! <laughs> Off we go. Uh, D-Rose. Sources are saying that New York's are uh, open to finding a new home via trade for D-Rose. At this point, are we serious? Like We're just like, yeah. Just either send him back to Chicago or just fucking keep him in New York and let's all just pretend like it's fine. Seriously. Like, what's he going to go do? Join the Grizzlies? <laughs> Get traded to the Warriors? Join the litany of fucking gu- shit guards on the Lakers? Ah. Be another veteran on the Clippers. Yeah, I think. Look, I think D-Rose probably adds more value to New York than literally anywhere else that he could go. Apart from, somewhat ironically, Chicago. But they've also got a bunch of underperforming small guards. You know what I'm saying? Like, not saying that D-Rose is small, but he's not out there using his physicality like he was in his prime. So he's basically a score first, not much else kind of uh, off the bench guard. Chicago got like eight of those dudes. So... I think we'll be okay. Uh, Speaking of which, Caruso. He's putting on a Caruso. Alex Caruso. The Knicks and Warriors being linked to possible trades for him. It's like, yes, every team is probably linked to a possible trade for Alex Caruso. If the Bulls decide, hey, we're pretty dumb, we should trade him because we might get something back for his... It's like, oh, God. If the Bulls trade Caruso... They should also just be burning everything else down to the fucking ground. That shit's sort of simple ass. It's like, what else are you doing? So oh, well, there's a lot of value you can get back for Caruso. It's like, really? More than Caruso is going to give you on the court right now when none of your fucking guards play defense. You idiot. But there's some good news on that front. Lonzo is back and running. That's <laughs> <Sounds> good. <laughs> See, I don't agree with Say, I don't agree with the part about me being horny all hours of the day. A few hours in the day, yes, but not all hours of the day. I mean, I that's digress. what he's that's what he's doing. He's just he's running and doing stuff. It's like as soon as I said doing stuff, I am like he's rooting. They got some reports back from the misses. How's <laughs> hey, Lonzo? Oh yeah, I got plowed last night, Dude, uh, Okay, sure, we didn't need to know that, but here we are. Uh, <laughs> the Hawks are also uh, out there shopping around some of their dudes. John Collins, that's a tall cocktail. They also uh, have finalized a deal to get Kyle Korver, noted sharpshooter, as their assistant GM. I do like the Hawks just going out there and going, fuck it, we'll just get all the uh, really good shooting dudes to be in our front office. They understand what's important, I guess. Landry Fields, Kyle Korver, off we go. It's where, uh, you know, former players go to hang out and chill. Grant Hill's on the ownership group. I love it. Mac McClung He's going to be in the fucking dunk comp, and everyone's like, the prick from the G League? That white kid? Had do you spell privilege? Jesus. <laughs> there were so many, like, there was some great runs of tweets of just like, all right, what are we going to do to get this dude in? And you're like, yeah, Mac McClung has the Jim Fredette syndrome of uh, sick name, white guy. Beloved on the internet. It's a hell of a combo. And now he's in the Duncom. To be honest though, it does some shit like that'll blow your mind. So I'm kind of on board with it. So fuck it. Uh, last little bit, as mentioned, the Lakers bringing in uh, noted anti Semite uh, Myers Leonard. I'm going to talk about that again later. Uh, and Boogie! Boogie Cousins. I like the Darwin and Oh, yeah, they both look great. So define great, <laughs> Darwin. I mean, they're fucking awesome. It's like, then sign both of them, you idiot. What are you doing? Uh, whether or not we're able to do something with them is a different story. We're constantly trying to kick the tires in different scenarios. Yeah, nice. Uh, probably the biggest fucky action out of this was uh, the way that Shams, that fucking bucket water-carrying dipshit, uh, was like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, he hasn't played since he had some shoulder and ankle surgeries. Like, and the bit where he's dropping racial slurs, Shams. You know, where he got suspended for the racial slurs. <laughs> Shams is like, what? Ugh. This bucket, car- water carrying bullshit of uh, reportage in the NBA is just like when you can't just go, yeah, Myers Leonard. You know, well, so he hasn't played for two and a half years. He had some anti Semitic comments. <laughs> <laughs> He was suspended. Hasn't played since. I oh, also then got some surgery and shit. And was like, yeah, I feel like you buried the lead there, Shams. What are you doing? Right, let's do some game wraps from the last uh, three days: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Let's do it. Game raps, Game wraps. Game wraps, Game wraps, game, wrap, game wraps. 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 Let's do it. Fun few days. The Thunder punked the Sixers. Josh Giddy went off. Shea Reddick, George Alexander went off. Thirty-seven Shea. It was awesome. Twenty-four and fifteen for your man's James Harden, but just nothing going. And this is what happens. This is what happens to the Sixers every so often. They just can't get it out of their own way. Uh, the Celtics beat the Nets in that much belly-hood sort of uh, showdown. Uh, the Celtics on a back-to-back, smart, and uh, Time Lord come back for them, though. And uh, Ben Simmons puts up just one of the more bizarre games you'll ever see. Oh, we need Ben to be like, way more assertive on the offensive end with Kevin not here. He's like, I got you. Zero points it is. He's like, uh, what? Ben, I don't know if he understood. No, 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 seriously. You want me to be more assertive? On the offensive end, like, I just show my whole ass, right? And they're like, Ben, that's not what assertive means. Fuck. God. Seriously, the dude took three shots. Went over. But he had 13 assists. He had 10 by the half. Two steals, a block, and nine rebounds. He had a plus 10. Only bloke on the team with a plus plus minus in his 26 minutes. He also had a really dumb foul early on in the fourth quarter that, uh, basically sat him down. But seriously, Kevin Durant goes out and Ben Simmons' response is, well, I'll get everybody else going. It's like, he missed a fucking point-blank layup at one point we are like, dude, like, I'm pretty sure like grade six may hit that fucking shot. Like, what are you doing? Get out of your own fucking head. Zero points on three shots the game after your superstar goes down. and. Feckin' believable. But look, the Celtics won that game just through sheer balance and uh I don't know, be going, hey, no, that's cool, we'll let Kyrie try to beat us and uh Kyrie decided to go, no no no, I can beat him and went <laughs> Woo He went 3-11 from three. Uh, nine to 24 overall. Very, very classic Kyrie. Oh, I got this, fellas, and everyone's like, but, but Joe Harrison's going off and Royce oneill has been handy and just TJ Warren's awesome. It's like, no, 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 guys, I got this. 24 shots, 24 points. Thanks for coming, Kyrie. Great stuff. Great stuff. The uh, Heat won their first game against the Bucks, and then backed it up with another one, 108-102. Real good tussle this one. Uh, Drew was awesome. Gabe Vincent went fucking off. He yeah, had 28. Uh, the Raptors beat the Hornets pretty handily. one twenty four, one twelve. Good back-to-back wins over them for Toronto. That insane double overtime game, as mentioned earlier. Mavericks, Lakers. Mavericks end up winning by four. 1-15 in the second overtime. Luca with a triple-double. LeBron Jones with the 24, 19, uh, 16, and 9. But the entire game was chaos, and you're like, please, can we just get Luca some help? Like, LeBron at least has Anthony Davis coming back. Like, Lucas has got, ah, gotta go Christian Wood. And you're like, Christian Wood was awesome in that game. He was also still very Christian Wood. <laughs> like, he had five blocks. He had 24 and 16 and 6. Like, he was awesome. One of the best games you'll ever see him play. He's also still a bit shit, you know? There's Anthony Davis... Just does so much more in terms of defensive like uh, communication and stuff. And uh, look, the Mavs were amazingly lucky to sneak out that win. It took an insane three early uh, in regulation to tie it up by Luca. Took some insane bucket making at the end of the first regulation, uh, overtime. Sorry, and then there's like all the missed calls that they were talking about. Those seven missed calls. it's like Christian Wood foul. Another Luka foul. All these fucking things. You're like, yeah. The Mavs probably didn't deserve to win it, and they snuck it out, so... eh, It's a tough one for the Lakers. You don't want to say that too often, but, I mean, it's because the Lakers... Oh, shit! That was the Bucks are coming in, but it's because the Lakers stink sometimes, you know what I'm saying? The Lakers stink! But they probably should have won that game. The Cavs outlasted the Blazers despite 50 from Dame. 119-113. Awesome game. Uh, Where... You had 26 from Donnie Mitchell. You had 20 from Garland. You had 24, 10, and 6 from go-the-fro Jared Allen. And Marble Lee had 17, 8, and 3. Like, Jeremy, Jeremiah Grant chucked in 22 for the uh, Blazers. 15 for Anthony Simons, but 50. 50 for Dame. And they lose the fucking game. You're like, yep. Yeah. I feel like we just need Dame and Luca on the same team so we can just, like, get each of them some, like, handy fucking help. You know what I'm saying? Just please. Ugh. Anyway, Saturday where the Pelicans beat the Pistons 116-110 Jonas. I mentioned this I think on Thursday night show, right? Like this is where Jonas needs to be standing up and very obviously Jonas Valančiūnas is a uh, listener to NBA Australia. 13 and 33 and 16 for him dominated. And they kicked the fuck out of the uh, Pistons. You love to see that. Short-handed near that win. Good stuff. Uh, the Hawks outlasted the Pacers on a uh Pretty insane game winner. John Collins, that's a total cocktail. They had like two or three shots at this fucking game winner. And just as time is like ex- like expiring, John Collins has sort of flipped the ball up and it's gone in. It was fucked. But the Pacers, look, with half their dudes missing, put up a good fight. Benny Matherin had 26, but tough loss there. Hawks turning a bit of a corner. The next beat the Wizards 112-108. Jalen Brunson... 34-8-8, eight eight. Kuzma, 47-7, awesome game. Um, back and forth, back and forth. Randall and Brunson, it is legit how much fun they are to watch sometimes. And it feels like as soon as it sort of clicked over to the uh, halfway point of the season, they've been on fucking one. I love the Knicks in the moment. The Warriors beat the Spurs, 144-113 and that Alamodome uh, showdown, great stuff. Hey, Spurs fans, come check out your shit team, get belted by 31 Thanks for coming, folks. Uh, Thunder beat the Bulls, 124-110. Awesome shit by the Thunder. They're just kind of legit. Giddy was, like, unreal in this game. 25-10-6. and six. The Bulls. I'm going to talk about them later, but fucking hell. The Spurs lost to the Wolves, 116-121. It should have been 113-121 if you were betting the Wolves. Fuck. Anyway, Damian Lee hits a three at the end just to fuck everybody. Anyway, <laughs> the Yazs just held off the Magic Man 112-108 Larry Markkinen through the block at the end awesome stuff Franz Wagner hello at 26 28 for Larry that's a girl's name Markkinen 12 rebounds as well Nuggets continue their absolute domination of the Clippers 115-103 in LA without the Joker seriously I mean what was that what was that what the hell was that what the hell was that Clippers absolutely insane shit like MPJ at 22 24 for uh, Jam Jamal Murray nothing else like Aaron Gordon I mentioned this on Thursday's show it's like that's kind of he's like oh maybe it was on Fox Sports actually but it's like Aaron Gordon the the vibe of him he's like that sort of difference maker that no one thinks about defensively just having that big dude who can cover your guys on the perimeter and away you go the Clippers they didn't have Paul George they did have Kawhi yeah <laughs> 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 but Norm chucks, Norm chucks in 18. They only go 10-29 from downtown. It's a big win for the Nugs, especially in LA. So, love that. And the Kings beat the absolute piss out of the Rockets, 139-114. Uh, as mentioned, that leads to a bunch of ejections. Uh, the Suvlaki King throws in a 19-15-16. And, and the Rockets are just shit. Like... When you've got Austin Rivers, the most punchable man in the NBA, going, yeah, those fuckers need some direction. It's like you need some direction of your head into my fist, Austin. So if you're talking sense, I'm a bit worried. That's how bad they are. Uh, today's games: the Heat beat the Bucks one eleven ninety five. Bucks without Giannis, they just got fucking stoomrolled down the stretch. Celtics were down big to the Hornets, bounce back, beat them one twenty two one o six. Because <laughs> the Hornets are. Fucked, one thirty one twelve. the Grizzlies held off the paces and Jar Morant killed a guy. Uh, the Hawks beat the Raps, just dominated them too, 114-103, wasn't even felt like that close. Just fucked them all game. Trey, that was shorthanded too, the Hawks, big win. Uh, the Wolves beat the Cows 110-102, Ant-Man, 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 Ant-Man. He out donnie would an Ant-Darius, Donny Mitchell and Darius, Rucker Judy Garland. Sixers beat the Jazz on a second game of a back-to-back, 118-117. Um, uh, big jumper by Embiid at the end, but they were up big in this as well. They jumped out to a huge lead early and then just proceeded to sixer it up as the game pro- progressed. Harden was good, but fucking hell, like... The Sixers win this game, but it basically feels like they lost it, right? 31-11 and 11 for Harden, 38 for Jordan Jeremy Clarkson. But, uh, and then the Mavs got absolutely shit pumped by the Blazers uh, in Portland. Big win for the Blazers, 136-119. Uh, uh, the Mavs have beaten them six straight. Just something's a bit fucky with the Mavs after uh, that double overtime the other day. You get that on the big jobs. Dame, 36-10. and Luca was shit house. His worst game of the season, basically, and here we are. So let's do some weekend Winners. It's so a weekend losers. Oh my god. I won! I won! Ah! <laughs> <coughs> Recapping our day's top story, the winner of today's state lottery is me, me Kent Brockman. <clears throat> Can we get a shot of me? There you go. There you go. In other news. A tragic um, mix-up in Cleveland. Tragic mix up today. Many people killed. Uh weekend winners in Boston. Six game winning streak, top of the East. I mean, they tried their shit all down their leg against the Hornets, but then they woke up, but also beat the Nets on Friday pretty handily. And the Nets really never threatened them. I mean, it's because Ben Simmons like looked twice at the basket and went, oh, where's the ball going? Uh, <laughs> but they lose White to a wang to the head late, and Brogdon just steps up. This is the thing. The Celtics are just that deep. No Jalen, no White. Doesn't matter. Brogdon steps up. Tatum Handy. They keep rolling, six straight. The offense has dropped a little bit, uh, as predicted here on this program, since the return of Time Lloyd. You can't play five out with him, but they're still fucking rolling, mate. Uh, the Nugs. Have a yawn, Jim. Jeez. Uh, the Nugs smash the Clippers with our Joker. They're 29-13. They're top of the West, looking fucking dangerous. they won five on the trot. This is the best part, though. It just feels like they can just now hit that idea of like, ah, 29 and 13, halfway through the season, we can just cruise just that little bit and manage our guys because we probably know that with Joker, with Jam, with Jam and Jamal, with MPJ, we're fucking awesome. And this all become like their weekend winners, like because they rested Joker, that dude plays through everything and they're just like, hey, Nicola. We're playing the Clippers. Just taking the night off. He's like, oh, I thought I have to. And they're like, yeah, maybe. And he's like, okay, I'll get some uh, Souvlaki. So So all right, cool. Maybe some Yerou. It's like, all right, cool. uh, like, all right what, do, it, do you, mate, do you. But that vibe of 29 and 13, it just allows them so many options of just like, we can play MPJ, we can play Murray, we can play Joker all together at times when we feel like we need them, and we can just sort of build that chemistry over the second half of the season and just, like, launch ourselves into the playoffs. I fucking love the Nuggets. Love them. Point differential, differential of plus 4, 117, 113. The defense is pretty handy. The offense is awesome. They're rolling. They're sick. 18-3 at home. Fuck yeah, Nugs. Same kind of goes for the next one. The Grizzlies, they've won nine on the trot. That's the biggest win streak in the NBA right now. And they're in the same sort of boat. They get Desmond Bean back, and they have Triple J looking like a defensive player of the year uh, when he's not doing dumb shit or getting dunked on. But they're terrifying. If they can fuck off Dylan Brooks and get somebody who's better than Dylan Brooks in the Dylan Brooks role of swingman de jour, then they're laughing. At the same time, Dylan Brooks has like that outsized fuck you just that meth-head energy, as I've mentioned before, uh, that I think fuels them. But I think Jar's hitting that point where it's like, he doesn't need that energy from Dylan Brooks now. Dylan Brooks is just going to turn into more of a pain in the ass than anything else, so fuck him off. Uh, replace him with something better. <laughs> away we go. This is consolidation and fuck you time for the Grizz. They're awesome. They should probably end up with a the one-seat. They're young, they're hungry, they're awesome. They're deep. They just need that one sort of big swing, dude, and they'll be laughing. Uh, the Kings. The Kings. Fazing Lizard. Love it. They're twenty-three and eighteen. They won three on the trot. The best part about this is they're five games over five hundred for the first time since April in two thousand and six. That is so fucking long ago. Two thousand and six. I mean, it's so long ago, it's even before I met old mate. Doing some crazy shit back then, I'll tell you that much. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, Jim. 06 gym was a very different brand of gym than uh, current day gym. You'd fucking hope so. 17 years later. (laughs) God damn. Anyway. um, But I love it. They're fourth in the West. They look awesome. You got the Suvlaki Kings. The Suvlaki Brother Kings, Darren Fox and Damata Sabonis, uh, they've gone into business together. I think um, they're unreal. They play so well together. They rule. I love them. Uh, easy patch of the schedule, obviously, with a couple of Houston games, but fucking rolling. Good job, Kings. Uh, the Heat, a couple of wins over the Giannis Bucks, that's fine. But like without Hero and Lowry themselves, it's pretty gnarly. Three straight wins when it was getting a little bit wonky there. And six of their last eight. It was literally that moment where you're like, oh, fuck, this road trip's getting a bit shitty for my... Oh, no, nope. pull out, pull one out of their ass, pull another one out of their ass. Losing that Lakers game with nobody is now embarrassing. So, uh, great job, though, by the Heat. Just sort of cruising along now, back into the seventh spot. They're 24-20. and 20. Um, Pretty handily above 500, which is exactly where they want to be, obviously. So, good stuff. Weekend winners, the Warriors... Oh really, Jimmy? What do they do? Well, they won a road game. I mean, they've still got the worst amount of wins on the road in the NBA, but they don't have the worst road record now. They're four and sixteen. The Rockets are four and eighteen, so that's a win. Uh the Hawks, uh, look, they're sort of just cruising along at the moment. Very sneakily, a couple of big wins. Twenty one and twenty two. That John Collins tipping against the Pacers was big. But the way they beat the Raptors today, you have that moment of like, shit, they're shorthanded. They never trail, and they just sort of took care of business. This comes after. They beat the Clippers last week. They got fucking handed by the Lakers on that road trip as well. But you just have that moment of like, has Trey Young turned a little bit of a corner now? He's like, all right, I'll listen to Nate McMillan. I'll pull my fucking head in, and away we go. Another weekend winner, John Collins, uh, because apparently Atlanta have blessed, blessed, I love it. John Collins' reps uh, to go do their own searching for a deal construction that enables John Collins to move to a new team. How good's that? It's like, oh, talk to your people. Let them fucking. Let them sort some shit out themselves. We can't be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine your boss did that. It's like, yeah, look, go sort your own shit out. I don't fucking care. <laughs> How motivated are you at work on Monday? Not very. Yeah, that's right. Uh, weekend winners. I want to kind of say the Wolves. Uh, as one of the last couple, but, like, they beat the Suns, they beat the Cavs, they were very handy, and I think it's very clearly just turning into Anthony Edwards' team, and it's like, no fucking shit, this is what it should have been from the get-go, what are you doing, you dumb fucks, you're killing me, you're absolutely killing me, but that's what they've kind of done, they've just gone, right, fuck it, Ant-Man, do it, and then they've won, what is it, like, fucking six of seven now, so just keep doing that. I'm also saying there's a weekend loser there, and it's Carl Anthony Towns. Like, trade that fucking just no defense fucking waste of space. You know what I'm saying? Last one, the Jazz. The Yaz, it's a soft J. But, Jimmy, they've lost. They lost. They lost today. Yeah. They lost by, you know, a point to the Sixers. But more importantly, the Delta Center is back. What? Yeah, that's right. No longer will we have to deal with Vivant Smart Home Arena. <laughs> they have brought back in the Delta Center. That's unreal. As of uh, July this year, uh, the Utah Jazz uh, Arena will be Delta Center once more. It was the Delta Center from 1991 through 06. So you might remember those NBA finals in the 90s at the Delta Center. Uh, it was Energy Solutions Arena. It was Vivint Smart Home Arena, Vivint Arena. And uh, now to be Delta Center again. How good's that? Hey, how long do you reckon crypto.com sticks around until it's like back to the Staple Center as well? Two weeks? Three? Four? How much money do you reckon Matt Damon has to give back? A lot. <laughs> I mean, we've lost FTX. Crypto.com arena. I think they've got bigger problems. All right. Weekend losers. We're not losers. No, you two are winners. Big winners. When I grow up, I want to marry a big winner like you guys. Shut up. Loser. 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 Losers are the Raptors. No. It felt like the Raptors were right there. Today was a tough one. Because, so... The Raptors, it felt like they'd sort of righted the ship after two big wins over Charlotte. You're like, cool. You took care of Charlotte. You won three on the trot. You're at home against the Hawks who are on a back. Just fucking beat them. Nah. Shit house. Just brutal. No bench. They just got fucking slaughtered. And you have those moments of like, guys, you're at home. Can you just hit some fucking shots? And they're like, nah, eh, I don't know if we want to do that, Jim. And you're like. You're playing against a Hawks team that has, like, no bench at the moment. Like, it's AJ Griffin, Jalen Johns, Aaron Holiday. Like, there's not much going on here. So, can you take care of business? I'm like, nah, we're good. All right. I'm a bit worried about the Raptors. And it does feel like it's hitting those points where you're like, you see Messiah go, cool, we can beat Charlotte. But we're also... Not very good. <laughs> They're in 11th. And I think it's important for them that the Pacers have now lost a bunch of dudes. so Because it might give them a shot of fucking jumping up. But anyway. Uh, Jalen Smith, that's a loser, got got by Jar. The dude got straight fucking killed. What happened to him? But he got straight killed. He did get straight killed. Uh, tough one. Like, at some point in your lizard brain, you have to see Jar Morant coming down the paint going, Oh, no, i got to go the other way. Fuck this, I'm out. See ya. Like, I always appreciate the contest, but when it's Jar, as I said the other day, I just want to see Jar finish one of these dunks. This one was fucking gnarly. It was fucking huge. And it was legendary. Jalen Smith, you got to get the fuck out of the way. More props to you for trying, but not trying hard enough and being like that split second late where you just got fucking baptized in the... Uh, Crust to the earth Spurs fans weekend losers as mentioned set an NBA attendance record 68,323 and then got belted tough on the Bucks two straight losses in Miami kind of scrappy and stinky that Giannis without Middleton Giroux kind of trying to do it a little bit by himself he's not that guy at 12 points and 14 shots out there by himself today um the Bucs are sort of just like, they can maintain and be fine. They know that the Nets don't have KD for a month. They're not afraid of Philly. They're probably not afraid of Cleveland. They just want to stay vaguely in that top three. They'll be right, but at the moment, it's just a bit scrappy. A couple of losses in the trot doesn't help things. Uh, elsewhere, I'll tell you what. The Spurs, the Rockets, they're just... Shit, but that's just good tanking. Uh, a couple of losses by the Lakers, not great. That Luca led one, not ideal. But there's one team in particular that you just like. Can we just get, can we just get like a sense of what the fuck you're doing? It is the 19 and 24 Chicago Bulls. Talk about a season of swings and roundabouts. Seriously, they've just rattled off three straight losses. From the start of the year, here are their runs. Three losses, two wins. Four losses, three wins. Two wins, two losses. Uh, three wins, three losses. Like, seriously, they just keep... Like, if you can predict what the fuck they're going to do next, it just goes two wins. Like, their last ten have gone two wins, two losses, three wins, three losses. Like, how can you ever feel comfortable or trust them? <laughs> like, torn to shreds, you say, by Josh Giddy, Like... To shreds, you say. They stink. And, like, every time, this is the problem with those runs. Every time you think they're about to turn a court, oh, they've won three straight. It's going to be, oh, they've lost three straight. Blow it up. They just suck. It is tough sledding. Uh, the Pacers as well, same vibes. Like, weekend losers. They've lost three on the trot now. That's, um... It's just fucking hard at the moment. Like, the paces without Miles Turner, without Halliburton... Uh, it's a lot of Benny Matherin, which is fine, but that's also not going to win you too many games. Uh, the last one, Weekend Loses, the Clippers. Marcus Morris, when he was talking about losing to Denver in the 2020 playoffs, well, we lost that shit because we are in the bubble. If we weren't in the bubble, we'd bit the shit out of them. Put that on the record. Guys are out of their comfort zone. Kudos to Denver. Uh, yeah, so the Clippers are, what, 2-9 and nine against Denver since then? So Denver have that wood. I think it's... Yeah, what is it, 12? It's 11 or last 13 they want. That is unbelievable. Since the Clippers blew a 3-1 lead. Right, NBA show approved performance the weekend. <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife. That fucking Luca game against the Lakers was insane. The thirty-five fourteen well, 14 35-13 and 14, whatever it was. LeBron, the other side, is going hammer and tongs. But I think the weekend belongs probably to Dame. 50 in a losing effort against the Cavs. Turns around, beats Luca and the Mavs today, and just fucking lead them up. Like, it was awesome. He was absolutely shredding, was Dame. And, like, Luca was shit. So, Dame ends up with 36, goes 4 of 11 from downtown. Anytime you can score, like, 86 points in two games across a weekend, I think you're going to win this. But the Zuvlake King with a 19, 16, and 15, looking good. Kuzma with a 40 in the loss, 47 and 7 in that loss to the Knicks. Brunson with a 34, 8, and 8. Uh, some pretty good ones. The other sort of, like, I mean, Siakam dropping a bomb on uh, the Hornets, you're like, yeah, but it's, it's the Hornets. Like, that's 24 points against, like, a normal team. He expected MB to have a big game against the Yaz today. It didn't really quite happen, but he did hit the game winner, so the thirty and seven, not bad. But really, like otherwise, it was kind of like a bit of a softish kind of weekend uh for giant fuck you performances outside of Dame's fifty back on Friday. So I'll kinda of have to give it to Dame. Like that 35, 14 and thirteen by Luca was just fucking ridiculous. Don't get me wrong. Shay goes for 37. The Dame 50. It's going to have to go Dame Lillard. Tell you what, though. Jalen Brunson making a bit of a run at most improved player of the year. you love to see that, especially when you got money on him. Ah, spot of the night, however. Spot, It is we had some pretty classic ones today. That Toronto Raptors team where they lose. Uh G Jimmy, why was that? Well, one of nine from Fred Van Vliet of the fight and Van Vliet's not ideal. Five of sixteen for Pascal Siakam. and five of thirteen for the OG Ananobi. Uh and two of seven for Gary Terrence Trent Darby Jr. Just fucking gross. It's- there's no other way to put it. That's the way the Raptors are playing. Uh, 2 of 13 for Aaron Naismith today for the Pacers. That is not great. Naismith, I got a bit of time for him, but that was not it. Sir, sir, was that it? No. No, it was not. 2 of 13, 0 of 8 from downtown. Woo wee. Uh, his teammate, Andrew Nemhard, went 2 of 9 in that game uh, against the Grizzlies. And you're like, oh, look, they've got Nemhard. He's a rookie, but he's pretty handy. He was all right last time out, filling in for Halliburton. Nope. He went 2 or 16 against Atlanta on Saturday. So, yeah, not great. Not great. Anytime you can go, what's that? A combined 4 of 27. No, tw- 4 of 25. Just not great. Not great. 4 of 25 across the weekend for 13 total points. We don't like to shit on rookies too much, but fucking hell, it is rough. 3 of 13 for Diddy Schuder. I am German. Rondo. Against the uh, Pacers. 5 of 16 for Donnie Mitchell against Minnesota today. 2 of 12 for Brook Lopez. Uh, 0 of 5 for Desunmu. Jose Alvarado. 3 of 14. We had of. Uh, I think there was another 2 of 12. Oh, yeah. The 2 of 12 for Lopez. The 2 of 12 is just. It is one of those where you're like, damn. It pops up more than you think. The 3 of 13 at least. You got that third shot to drop. 2 of 12. And of course, I'd like to thank Max Struis, Dwayne Washington Jr., and Malik Beasley this weekend for going an immortal. Shot three eleven. Love to see it. Old mate, no mates. 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 Mate, no mate. Who's got no mates today? Hey, uh Jimmy. How do you know that uh, Jason Tatum is not going to win an MVP or, you know, even probably an All Star starter spot? Well, because he keeps getting texts for viciously clapping. <laughs> When you get so little respect from the refs, so they're like, oh, I saw you clap. Fuck you. I'm going to give you a tick. Yeah, you know that there's a reputation. There's a reputation where Jason Tatum, we understand that he's very quiet, very softly spoken, very chill sort of dude. Um, just saying he's got a bit of a, uh, his kid could fucking learn to rein in a little bit. Hey, hashtag dadstrayer. Is it why when you see like clips of like some fucking shithead kid of like an NBA player running rampant and just like causing havoc to some poor fucking security guard or media person and you're like, fucking tell your kid to pull their fucking head in. What are you doing? <laughs> Seriously, if like one of my, if my squid was like, I do like that, i would be like, oi, what are you fucking doing? And he'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. And chill the fuck out, right? Yeah, that's a bit of fucking uh Rich Arthornish and uh daddy's away for fucking half the year on NBA business, so tough one. Anyway, uh Jason Tatum, the refs uh, giving him another tech for clapping exceptionally hard after missing a shot. It's very old mate no mate's territory of like the refs very clearly don't respect Jason Tatum at this point. And it's also one of those things where I think the coaching and the fan vote for all-star stuff, uh, might have him sort of actually and the all-NBA thing. So I think the plan for later this week will be to do the half, half-season half uh, awards. I was going to do them for today but just ended up running out of time because I was working and uh, also trying to enjoy a Sunday and have a fucking day off. And um, the all-NBA teams and whatnot, it's going to come down to like, you know, voting and shit. And you're like, eh, I'm going to make it? And that's when you have those qualms about him getting MVP because he's not going to get quite as much shine as Luca. And if there is that undercurrent of like, eh, a bit of fuck you from the refs without that just sheer amount of like uh, respect, it's a bit of a hill to climb, just saying. So it's a bit of old mate, no mates for uh, Tatum from a couple of points of view. But it was just seeing him get that tech for clapping that you're like, you know who doesn't get that tech? Luca, LeBron, even Joker. So, a bit of an old man, mate, no man's moment. Pantsing of the night, however. Daddy, bat, 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 daddy, daddy, bat, bat. I mean, Julius Randle got Daniel Gafford um, in that fucking sick Wizards Knicks game. But then Jamarant went out and just actually killed Jalen Smith. So, yeah, that, you better believe that's a Pantsing. I think. Uh, who got nut? Was it demand nut making somebody? Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, better than Lonzo Ball. <laughs> Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think he'll get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros. Now I can be average. He's coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. Scotty Barnes. Uh, 27 12 and 2. Uh, three steals and a block. I do think you heard the chatter about, like, hey, uh, Scotty. Scotty doesn't try very hard and uh, doesn't work. He's a bit. I He mean, goes out, wins Rookie of the Year, hasn't improved this year. I mean, the Raptors didn't trade him or didn't want to trade him for Kevin Durant. That's fucking dumb. Scotty Barnes is like, oh, shit, a of pull a fucking head out of my ass. What do you reckon? Uh, and LaMelo Ball, always love a good uh, showing by the uh, little brother. 31-7-9 and nine today, so not bloody bad. Dickhead of the Weekend. Dickhead of the Week. D'Lo. D'Angelo Russell, I love it. It's like, hey, D'Angelo, what do you feel about, like, you know, your name know, being up for trade and, you know, potentially being traded again? He's like, you either take advantage of me and my ability or fuck up the opportunity with me. It's simple as that. Ah, is it though? Because you're kind of a cockhead. And anybody who's been around you thinks that. And all the teams you've been on. They've been shit. So that kind of leads me to believe it's not exactly folks not taking advantage of you and your ability, but it's you're saying it's on them for fucking up the opportunity with you. Whereas we literally have a record of how you've been shit everywhere you've gone and never one fucking squat. So the common denominator isn't really probably the teams taking advantage of the opportunity of you and your ability and fucking it up. It might be that you're a giant fucking dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> also, Damien Lee shooting that through at the end of Wolf Sons. Man, if you had them at five and a half, you'd be spewing... Coughs loudly. Right, yeah, now's right for this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCann. This is Jason Kadee. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Eli. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wortho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. Do some YNRs, brought to you by the NBA Stray shop. Go get your merch, get your merch. People. Get your merch, get your merch. Wear it! Get your merch, get your merch. Get your merch, get your merch. slash shop, or just click the links on the socials. Got the, uh oh shit, I'm wearing one right now. Uh, nickname tees, the bronze medal, rose gold nickname tees, and the logo tees. Oh, mate, you yelled at me the other day because I had a bunch of them sort of uh still in the uh, spare room. It's like, oh, fuck, yeah, I should sell the rest of those and
1: get the fuck out of here. Got to do these
0: renos too soon. I don't want to pack it up. So go buy a T-shirt and a hoodie. Right, yeah, nah, it's Matty O's. had a good one. Jar should be in the dunk comp. Yeah, nah, yeah, obviously. But Willie, Yeah, nah, nah. Because what's it to his reputation? Like, Jar has already hit the point where it's like, his reputation will probably take a hit if he does the dunk comp and doesn't win it. And that's the fear with these folks, the reason why LeBron's never done it. You can get more kudos for dunking in-game and doing cool sick shit, and people go, I just don't if you see the dunk comp. It's like, yeah, I don't know if they have the creativity or just the insane fucking unreal, fuck you, bizarre hoppiness that you need in an insanely good dunk comp entrant. Like, that was kind of the best thing about the Zach Levine... Aaron Gordon jewels that we saw, right? Like, they were both really high draft picks, but they were still kind of unheralded unheralded because they weren't superstars or even stars, really. And they're kind of like, well, this is, this is my come up. This is it. And this is what I've been saying literally now for years. Like, that's where you need to be getting your guys. You need to be getting the dudes who have at least a bunch of name recognition And have the potential to sort of take that next step in like a year or two to absolute fuck you stardom at least. Sure, Levine and Gordon have sort of just plateaued at like fucking handy players, but um, you're not going to get like the top line superstars and that's why it's kind of shitty. I think you just need to be like plumbing those sort of picks between basically four and 18 of the last three or four drafts. We've got hops and... They're in a big market. Like, the Obi Toppin thing last year was, like, not a bad idea. It's like, yeah, more of that. That's what I'm all about. But Josh should be in the dunk comp. I think it would be rad, but he just won't do it because he's just burying dudes on the actual court. Now, this is sort of... i got two two more yen R's that are both uh, unpopular opinions of the day, so I'm going to combine these, two, I reckon, and give it the older. Uh, now, look at me, please. Look at me. 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 Uh, does bangers make it back to the NBA, so... There's a lot of, uh, obviously, angst up there in Brisbane around the Bullets' ownership, around their front office and all that sort of shit. Hashtag NBL Australia. I don't often lob in with the NBL chat, but, I mean, Bangers' agent swings in, goes, no, 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 no. Brisbane's like the best chance for him to make it back to the NBA. And the obvious question is like, so can he? Can he make it back to the NBA? And you have that moment, like, looking on the strength of his uh, resume, having returned uh, with the Brisbane Bullets, and go, cool. Can he make it back to the NBA based on what we've seen? And the answer is probably, yeah, nah. Nah, like, he's 36. You know? And I fucking love bangers, and I think there is probably, like, the question is, like, can he make it to the NBA? Yeah, nah. Probably nah. Should he make it back? Yeah, nah, yeah. Because there's always a role for that fucking steady old head on the bench, the big banger, to come in, lay some fucking wood when you need him. There's a reason why Udonis Haslam is still in the NBA, Bangers should basically be that dude for Boston. That's what he should be. He should be that for Boston, for Phoenix. Uh, sitting there behind Rock'em, Sock'em, Block'em, Jock'em Landale. He could teach Jock everything he knows about laying wood, going hammering tongs, off he goes, bang! I would love to see the man from Mariba get another shot. But I think like the output that you've seen in the NBA, right? Like it's not like he's forcing his way back in the NBA. It's like 11 points... 8 and a bit rebounds, 40% from the floor though, 32 and a bit percent from three. Like if those averages were like nudged up just that little bit, like you understand like he's coming back from a fucking horrendous neck injury and like the fact that he's playing at all is miraculous and awesome and I love every second of it. But the results haven't quite warranted just the – oh, he's forced his way back into the NBA kind of shit, so – Especially when you're 36. If you're not already there, it's going to be that much harder to like go, oh, I don't know, bring me back in for a couple of years and away we go. But he should be the big man, Delli Seriously, Delhi comes into Sacramento, boom, off they go. Bangers should be like that for Boston. Have him on the bench, nail some threes. <sighs> but here we are. Bit of a tough one. I would love to see him back in the NBA. I just don't know if it'll happen. And if it does, it'd be with somebody like the Celtics or the Pistons or the Spurs as like a mentor kind of role where you're like, yeah, he's our guy. He's going to like be out there laying wood, doing crazy shit. Like Boston with the Luke Cornett kind of vibe, he's been really good. So you're kind of like, Boston probably don't. Actually need him. Cornet sort of just does his thing, does it well. Not a bad defender. But they could probably use one more big dude, you know, just to throw it fucking in B if they need to. Just just saying. Anyway. And the other one. This is the tough one. Myers Leonard. So should noted anti Semite <laughs> and racial slur user Myers Leonard be able to rejoin the NBA. In uh, Look, nah, but if 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 we're going to let Kyrie serve his suspension, do his penance, if Myers Leonard has run the gamut of tools and awareness courses to try and slap the dumb fuckery out of him, like Kyrie's promo of that fucking movie was unbelievably fucking dumb and stupid and his lack of remorse and understanding about what he was talking about or trying to, uh, oh, I'm not even promoting. It's like, shut up, idiot. You very clearly are. But, I mean, at the same time, at least Kyrie never used a racial slur (laughs) while sounding like that was 100 million percent very clearly not the first time he'd used that slur So Kyrie never did that. So Myers let two and a half years out. Folks probably deserve a chance if they've worked at changing their behaviours and they've proven it. I mean, behaviours obviously that are short of like assault or any sort of sexual stuff or anything egregious, domestic violence, whatever. And like the same sort of goes for Kyrie, right? Like, you sort of show enough uh, awareness of what you do, what you did was wrong and trying to, like, fix it within your outlook. And you should probably get a bit of a chance. Like, if it comes from a place of ignorance and fuckheadery, you should probably get a chance to prove that you're now better, the, better than that. So, yeah. Domestic violence, sexual abuse, sexual assault. Uh, That sort of shit, that's a different story. Um, But it's the same with, I feel like, substance abuse as well, right? Like, if you go... If you've done the requisite work on yourself, maybe you get the shot. But, yeah. myers Leonard just still leaves a fucking bad taste in your mouth, doesn't it? Because if you're using racial slurs just colloquially in 2023, (laughs) like... You might be just a bit of a fuckhead, so maybe not. Anyway, um Let's go our back take house. <laughs> Fuck those ones might have been our back take It's Sunday at our back, you know what that means? Oh that's right, we'll just nicked around to your mum's house and just stole her roast, that's right. Karen is like, Where the fuck's me roast? And we're like, It's at our back take house. Fucking deliciously cooked as well. And we'll charge you 24 bucks for a bit of carvery. Only at Outback. That's right, your mum's roast. <laughs> only <laughs> at Outback. Today's flavor will take is Deli is literally the only reason the Kings are in the playoff hunt. There's a reason why they call him King Deli. Seriously, though, you think about it. He's on the Cavs, they make the finals, win the finals. He's on the Bucks, they make the playoffs. Then they win the finals. He's on the Cavs again. He comes in. he teaches Jared Allen and Isaac Okoro, Chetty Osman, Dean Wade, Lamar Stevens how to win now. They're a fucking contender. He's on United. They win the fuck... Well, they make it to the finals. You can't argue with facts. Daly is a stone cold fucking winner. And everywhere he goes, all he does is win, 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 no matter what. His name is fucking Daly and you are a twat. He'll fuck you up, and then he'll take you out of the bank and hit you with a 4v2, and then you'll be all slack. Bang! That's how it goes. Only at our bank. That's right, Dally. Actual all-time winner. you love to see that. He's crushing it. And Fire the Laser. Fire the Laser! Is the greatest thing that kings have ever done, apart from bring Dally in. Right, quick strand player watch right after. word from our one true king himself. This is Matthew Delvedover, and you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, Australian Player Watch. Uh, I mentioned the Simo game the other day with the zero points, 13 assists. Uh, he's only, I think, the 13th bloke ever to do that in the NBA as well. Zero points, 13 plus assists. Nine rebounds, two, blo- uh, two steals and a block. Pretty good. Apart from the zero points. I mean, I was sitting there on Fox Sports Lab going, he just needs to look at the basket and assert himself. It's like, mm, he did the opposite. <laughs> he took less shots than he has in his previous four games. And uh, he's now topped the amount of field goals made with fouls. Uh... Fouls called. So, is it 110 fouls for the season? 106 made field goals. So, make of that what you will. Oh, geez. It's not great. That's what you can make of it. I'll tell you that much. Jesus. Anyway, um, who else? we got Paddy Thrills, Paddy Mills. Uh, Paddy out there sort of cruising along at the moment. Handy bench waving gear. Uh, hasn't played since he played against his old team, the Spurs, at the start of January. Uh, Rock'em, sock'em, block'em, jock'em Landau after that big outing against Denver back on Thursday with the 11-8. Uh, had 3-2-3 against the Wolves the other day in that shitty loss. Uh, one block as well. One or two from downtown, though, so it's good to see him knocking in some triples. Uh, Jack White, Dyson Daniels. Uh, Jack White, after that showing against Phoenix, we had the uh, five points, a career high. Love that in the five minutes. Hasn't gone back out there. That's fine. It's all good. And the vacuum, Dyson Daniels, 7-4-3 against the Detroit Basketball Pistons the other day, shot 3-4 from the floor and 1-1 from downtown. Love to see that. The vacuum crushing at the moment. Uh, Josh Green, closer to getting back at the moment with his uh, weird fucky elbow. Isn't back yet, though. Back doing some rehab. Uh, Matty T against Utah today had two points, four rebounds, an assist in his steal, shot 1-3 from downtown. Uh, Sorry, 1 of 3 from the floor. 0 of 2 from downtown. There you go. And uh, against the Thunder in that horrible loss. Played 11 minutes. Had a block and a steal and 3 fouls and nothing else. So, thanks for coming, (laughs) Maddie. I guess. Uh, King Delhi absolutely crushed against Houston. Uh, If you had Delhi not missing a shot for all of 2023 on your bingo card, you would be fucking smashing at the moment because he hasn't missed a shot all year. Seriously, all year. 1-1, 1-1, 1-1 in his last three games. He's only played four games this year. He's gone 2-2 two two from downtown this entire calendar year. you love it. Uh, so against Houston, he's gone 3-1-2 and two in four minutes in a blowout. Fucking smashing it our one true king. Uh, Jingler Joe Ingles... After his big explosion against the Knickerbockers at the start of last week, he had five points, four rebounds, four assists, and two steals against the uh, Heaters uh, in today's game. Didn't play the other one. So, good on him. He's out there resting up, making sure he's all right. Five, four, and four. Shot two of five from the floor, one of two from downtown. Jingles is cruising. Tayuas is cruising. 24 and eight against Philly for Giddy. Giddy up! And then 25, 10 and six. Unbelievable game. I do want to score him. See him score 30 this year, though. He's been so good, Giddy. Um, I think I had in the paper for tomorrow that he's just, all he does is go over 20 points a game. That's what he's done, I think, six times in the last nine outings. So 25, 10, and 6. He's shooting 35% from three in that stretch as well. He's absolutely shredding. Seriously, went 11 of 18 against Chicago, 1 of 3 from downtown. The twenty-five ten-six, Giddy is mopped up, mumbering all over the spot. You love to see it. All right, quick Andrew Gaze Grey Mumber award for outstanding achievement in the field of excellence. It's the first and you the- Andrew Gaze Grey Mumber. The- you better believe it. Ah. Uh, Andrew Gay's great number award for outstanding achievement in the field of excellence, Luca. First bloke since Michael Jordan in 1986 to have uh, a 40-plus point average over 10 games, age 23 or younger. So any time you're in a conversation with MJ, it's pretty good. I mean, since the start of December, he's averaging a 35-9-9 nine and, nine and shooting 50-39-75. and 75. I'll tell you what, you got to put a couple of... Uh, Free throws on the board the other day against the fucking Lakers, and they might have won that earlier than in uh, double overtime, but still. My other ascending achievement in the field of excellence, I want to give it to uh, the Suvlaki King, Damanis Sabonis. He is absolutely beloved, and he just joined Oscar Robertson as the only player in King's franchise history with 15, 15, and 15 in a game. The big O did it. Fifteen times, somewhat ironically, for the Cincinnati Royals, but his uh triple double the other day of the nineteen point of creo sixteen assists and fifteen rebounds. Fourth triple double of the season, the Super Liking King. All he does is kick ass, take names, and give you extra meat. Love to see him. Uh, Patty Mills Game Day Bowler, game day Twitter check in. Uh this is actually just the IG check-in for bowler pat. Because uh, his IG has been popping off of late, um, he's got his uh, "Wait Till the End" singing along, uh, "Big Juice Vibes" from a couple of days ago, and it says "Wait Till the End," and it's like, okay, so he's just he's just he's just singing. Burner Boy Wonderful" is a song, so kind of love it. Great job, Patty. <laughs> just going hard, going hard. Go check it out, why not? Um, right. Game previews. Game previews. Game previews. Thanks, Inverton Bane. Not a problem. Jimmy, how's it all going? Oh, yeah, good weekend. Very chilled. Did nothing, and it was glorious. I got some fam yesterday and shit. It was awesome. Uh, How do we go on the picks? Oh, that fucking Spurs game. Uh, no, the Wolves-Suns game still breaks my heart. 14-22, uh, and 22, though, over the weekend. You'll take that. Um, not a great one against the spread on, uh, Friday, three or six, but Saturday head to head, we went eight of nine and then three of seven head to head today. Uh, Bucks did not hit. Raptors did not hit. Cavs did not hit. and Mavs did not hit. Um, but yeah, the head to head yesterday was pretty, bloody good. Tomorrow. So that, oh, actually, so yeah, what does that leave us at? 14 and 22 over the weekend. We are 407. Of 625 picks. So, still pretty bloody good, bro. Pretty bloody good. Uh, The Knicks play the Pistons tomorrow. They are seven and a half point favorites. I'm taking the Knicks. Uh, The Pistons, against teams that are like half decent, put up a bit of a fight. But just this Knicks team, the way they're playing at the moment, I trust them to cover that seven and a half. So, it's hard not to. Between Brunson, between Randall. Off you go. Uh, Rockets Clippers. In LA, the Rockets are nine and a half point underdogs. I'm taking the Rockets. Fuck it. It's just one of those ones you go, that's a big, big spread. Rockets on the road, actually not too bad against uh, the spread. And the Clippers, they're just a bit fucky. Warriors, two and a half point favorites on the road against the Bulls. For a team that's four and 16 on the road, that's pretty awesome. So I'm taking the Warriors. Fuck it. I kind of feel it. Um Feels like there's just a lot of shooting on that Warriors team. The Bulls might not be able to contest it. Thunder, five-and-a-half-point underdogs against the Nets. The Nets will win this. The Thunder will cover that five-and-a-half, though. Um, Thunder pretty good at covering. Nets pretty good covering at home. Uh, And winning at home, Thunder better at covering on the road than the Nets are covering at home, though. So I'll take the Thunder to cover. Nets to win. Kings, minus six-and-a-half against the Spurs. I'll take the Kings. Because fire's a laser. They are awesome. The Magic go the Nuggets. Plus nine and a half. I'm taking the Magic. Those big spreads are just a little bit tough. Uh, for a team like the Nugs, if Jokic, Jokic comes back, they should be fine. But they just sort of gack up weird shitty games. I'm taking the Magic plus nine and a half. Nuggets will win it. Magic cover. Blazers host the Mavs again. After losing the first one, the Mavs will not bounce back. Give me the Blazers minus six and a half to win the second one as well. Lakers host the Sixers. This is actually a bit of a barn burner. Sixers on a back to back. I'm taking the Lakers. Plus three and a half. Bit of time to chill out, reflect on that Dallas loss, and get a win against Philly. Got to do it. Great matchup, though, isn't it? Just if we had a and MB. Fuck. Tuesday, Celtics at Hornets. I'm going Boston because they just killed them today. They'll do the same again. Pacers at Bucks. I'm going the Bucs. Um, Pacers just too banged up. Cavs at Pelicans. Same thing goes for the Pals. They're just too banged up. The Cavs will be too big. And uh, she better combat everything they throw at them. Cavs with a nice get-right win there. Knicks hosting the Raptors. Knicks on a back-to-back. I think I have to go the Raptors there. I don't like the Raptors at the moment, but just with the Knicks on a road. Like, they go to from Detroit back home to New York. Just a bit tough. Give me Toronto. Warriors at Wiz, Warriors on a back-to-back, you have to take the Wizards just because the Warriors got to suck on the road. We know that. Heat at Hawks. Hawks are playing pretty good at the moment. I'm going to say the Heat not to win this one. I'm going to go with Atlanta just because the Heat it just doesn't feel quite sustainable without Hero, without Lowry, especially with the guard player, the Hawks. With Young and Murray, it just feels like they should be able to take care of the Heat. So give me Atlanta. Jazz at the Wolves. It's a soft J. I'll take the Jazz because the Wolves, I just fucking can't trust them as far as I can throw them. Uh, the Grizzlies hosting the Suns. The Grizzlies will kick the shit out of Phoenix at the moment. The MASH unit Suns. Lakers hosting the Rockets on a back-to-back. Uh, I'd go the Rockets at the line. We don't have a line at the moment. Lakers should probably maybe win that head-to-head anyway. Wednesday, Raptors go to the Bucks. Both teams on a back-to-back. You have to pr- probably go the Bucks with the home back-to-back wins over the Pacers, then the Raptors. Raptors on the road for both of their road games against the Knicks and then Milwaukee. Nets go to San Antonio for the Spurs game. I'm going to take the Brooklyn Nets head-to-head. Should be at the Spurs. Should. Patty Mills against his old team. Let's go. Trailblazers Blazers go to the Nuggets. You know the Bosnian beer. Yusuf Nurikic will go crazy against Jokic, but the Nuggets are just too good for the Blazers. Blazers aren't very good on the road. Give me Denver at home, head-to-head. Clippers, Sixers, awesome game. Sixers with a day off in LA. They are going to lose that game. Give me the Clippers. <laughs> and then Thursday, Knicks host the Wizards. I'll take the Knicks again. Brunson versus Kuzma again. Let's go. Hawks host. No, the Hawks go to the Mavs. Sorry. Uh, the Luka versus Trey trade showdown I'll take the Mavs nice get right spot for them Rockets host the Hornets two of the worst teams Rockets will sneak out a weird win here to snap their losing streak Cavs are Grizzlies I'll take the Grizzlies Uh, should be an absolute belter that game though two of the best young teams going at it Pelicans host the Heat I kind of just like the Pelicans there Heat on the road just no not feeling it Pelicans might even have uh, Spindles Ingram back by then Thunder hosting the Pacers. OKC should be fine there. Yaz hosting the Clippers. Clippers on a back-to-back. you got to go the Jazz. Nuggets hosting the Wolves. Nuggets on a back-to-back. Might be a bit of a Wolves surprise there, I think. Um, I do love Denver at home. Usually they win, but that Wolves team might just sneak up on them. And then finally, Kings-Lakers. You know that the Sacramento Kings are going to need some revenge for that absolute shafting. They copped a week and a bit ago, so give me the Kings. All right, and that takes us through to Thursday, and that's when we'll probably do our next show. So, if we don't, I'll let you know and have the pics posted somewhere else, but either way, all the good stuff. Uh, Right. Thanks for listening. Uh, Back on Thursday, probably. Maybe even Wednesday. We'll see how we go. See how I'm feeling. I might just want to take Wednesday off, (laughs) just to be busy. (laughs) Yeesh. Uh, So... Keep an eye out. Either way, in the meantime, make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter, Facebook, IG, or all of the socials. You know that. NFL Australia with myself and Gaz chopping up a huge NFL playoff show this week coming. Uh, we've had, what, one day of it already, and it's fucking chaos. So let's go. Can't wait. Uh, you can also see me on Fox Sports Lab NBA and Fox Sports Lab NFL talking all things NBA and NFL. So that's good. CodeBet, that's a good website. I work for them. I'm the editor uh so check it out all my tips all my good stuff's up there uh chuck nba australia rating and review on itunes apple podcast google Podcasts, spotify whatever Have you listen to podcasts rate and review it star it all that good shit come on i literally ask for nothing so do that apart from buy some merch go and do that uh big thanks go to from oslo for the intro and outro song they rule also big thanks to joshua de renta's fascinated gold mines, ramshackle army Iowa section I grin, Grand Grand and dozers for all the tunes that you hear throughout the show smash them all on Bandcamp Triple J and Earth Facey Apple Music Spotify all that good stuff NBA Australia Sports Australian Band so should you and uh, we'll close out today's show with a brand new Deli review I think he's doing the new Matrix which is not that new anyway (laughs) sure not my problem alright we'll talk to you on Thursday you dickheads until then look after yourselves would ya the NBA Australia is saying, Ladies the worst of these. The worst of bees. The worst of too much. Oi, 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 how the fuck are you, you dickheads? Oh, that's right, you're all mate, Deli, just swinging by. Saying, guess who's fucking fourth in the West? Doesn't matter which fucking conference I'm in. All I do is win, win, win. No matter what, I'm gonna fucking kick you in the fucking twat. Yeah, I'm fucking awesome. Fucking Delhi, winner. That's what we do. But anyway, uh, just a quick sort of pop culture review for you this week. We've been doing a bit of traveling, and one of those movies I missed and shit because I like, live back in Australia, playing for United, moving home. Coming back to the States and shit to play for Sacramento, all that sort of shit. I like COVID and all that sort of gaff. So I can't I like to see movies, whatever. One movie I completely fucking missed was like that new Matrix movie and shit. Matrix Revol- Resolutions? Whatever the fuck it's called, it's probably about right. They're all called Resurrections, Revolutions, Resolutions. Oh, I fucking know, man. Either way, it's got fucking Neo in it. You're like, yeah, it's fucking Neo. Yeah, Trinity. Yeah, fucking Trinity. Hang on, who's this Morpheus prick? That's not fucking my Morpheus. What the fuck's happening here? And Agent Smith, who's this fucking prick? You're not Hugo Weaving. This is more like Hugo leaving. Fuck this. This is bullshit, mate. Anyway, movie's a fucking mess. Uh, Go watch it if you want. I think it's on Netflix and shit. I watched it on the plane. I'm not fucking sure. Sat there, just went, I don't know what's going on. Don't care. Whatever. 12 out of 10, Deli Ones. There you go. Check it out if you want. Matrix Revumolutions, we'll call it that one. What about the new one? It's got that fucking prick Barney from How I Met Your Mother in it. That's funny as shit. He's awesome. Fucking love Barney. All right. Anyway, there you go. Check it out if you want. Talk to you later. Have a good week. Later, fuckos. Deli out.